0: What is going on guys, welcome back to Andrew's Amazon and eBay dropshipping channel, and in this video we are going to be going over the things that I wish I knew when I first started dropshipping on Amazon. I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope it brings mad value. So what I wanted to talk about in this video with you guys is the things that I wish I knew, man, when I first started dropshipping on Amazon. And before I get into that, If you guys have any questions, always feel free to hit me up on Instagram, please. Link is in the bio, as well as just comment below if you have any questions about the things that I talk about in this video or other videos. Uh, That is always, always available to you, so that way I can uh, answer those questions and reply to your comments or DMs. And on top of that, if you guys wanna see more Amazon dropshipping content, please subscribe to the channel. I'll be putting out content Monday through Friday, so um, if you guys want to see more eBay and Amazon dropshipping content, please subscribe and hit the bell on the right. That way you're notified whenever I do upload a video or go live on the channel. So with that being said and that out the way, let's talk about the two things that I really wish that I knew back when I first started dropshipping on Amazon three two months ago, okay? First things first, I wish I knew how important volume was, okay? Doing volume in sales is huge, is very, very huge. And just let me show you guys really quick so you don't think I'm, I'm playing. Okay, um, these are refreshable. And it did change. But anyways, um, I want to go over the things I wish I knew. And the first one is volume, man. Volume is ginormous. And the reason why, I'll get into it uh, fully in detail in another video. Like that's going to come out later on. Um, but... Well, all I have to say about it right now is volume is huge. Why? Because the met, which leads me kind of like right into the second part of the second thing I wish I knew, which is metrics. Metrics are ginormously important when you're a merchant fulfilled seller, meaning that you are fulfilling all of the orders and everything is on you. You deal with customer service and all that good stuff. Okay. I really, really wish I knew those two things. Now let me tell you why they're symbiotic. They go hand in hand and they need to be coherent with each other. One. If you're doing volume, okay. If you're doing volume, you can afford to mess up and get a negative feedback, or you can afford to get a chargeback claim, or you can afford to get an A to Z claim, right? Why? Because the way Amazon works and how they have their metrics set and what their standards are are super, super, superb, and like you need to be spot on. And if you're not doing at least a hundred, like a hundred units, a hundred sales in uh, in a week, then you're real, like especially like in a couple days you're really putting yourself at risk to be able to get your account suspended if you're not doing things the correct way okay it almost happened to me my odr which is a metric that i'll talk about in another video which just stands for order Defect Rate, was really close to being where it wasn't supposed to be like we were 0.1 off from really just you know getting to that point where amazon could have potentially looked at my account um but my account's older it's it's still got good history. It's got a good amount of sales and things caught up to themselves. And I ended up starting to really pick up volume, which allowed me to kind of evade that part of the process that could have screwed me over in the end. Um, so that's something that you guys need to understand, man. Just metrics are ginormous and and uh, the volume is huge. You need to be doing volume when it comes to Amazon, which is not hard, which is the great thing about it. It's not like eBay where it's really hard to push hundred orders in a week. On Amazon, it's super, Easy to push 100 orders a week, considering it's the one of the it's the biggest e-commerce platform on the internet, and it's just it's a monster. So doing volume is not a hard thing to do if you know how to uh, set your criteria up in order for it to you know abide by the what you want, which is volume. So with that being said, that is the first thing that I wish I knew. And like I said, these things are just some simple synopsis and I will go over them more in depth and I'll go over the order metrics and I'll go over all the good stuff in another video. But in this video, I just wanna talk about the things that I wish I knew when I first started. And then let's talk about the metrics, right? There's like four to five different metrics that you need to be aware of that could really hinder your account. It could really hurt you and uh, potentially get your account suspended and you up for review at that point And that's not where you want to be because we are retail drop shipping. So we really have to play by the rules. We really have to just make sure all like ducks are in line, right? As they say. On top of that, now that I'm talking and I'm kinda getting things going in my brain, the last thing that I do wanna mention to you that I really, really must stress is that customer service is king. It is king, okay? You guys need to understand how important customer service is. Why is it important? Because a, a customer that you treat not the best could easily, easily file a chargeback claim or XYZ, negative feedback, A to Z claim, and then and then if you're not doing volume that's where it's going to hurt you, right? That's where it's going to hurt your account. And if you're not providing the best and ultimate customer service, you're going to have those customers that are going to provide negative feedback or, you know, do anything to complain, right? Now, again, customer service customer service should always be a priority for you. And on Amazon, I like to just use the terms to bend over backwards for the customer, okay? For instance, let me just give you a quick uh, little scenario that I would say where you would want to just bend over backwards for the customer, right? Say the customer got the item, they received it, and it's damaged, right? Or I just had this happen to me recently. The customer just wasn't, um, they weren't happy with the quality of the product, right? He said he was disappointed in the product. Now. Any other time, what I would have done if I wasn't caring so much about customer service is I would have just said, I'm sorry, man, like it is what it is. You bought the item. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that you didn't like it, but it is what it is. Uh, if you wanna return it, there would be a restocking fee and you know no one wants to pay a restocking fee on an item that they're already disappointed in. That's just gonna piss them off even more. That's gonna create an unhappy customer which could result in negative feedback. And on top of that, if you're not doing 100 orders, uh, at least a week that could really hurt your account and really put it up for suspension if you're not doing volume and things like that. So, Customer service is king. So, what did I do? What did I do in that in that situation that allowed me to in to in like evade what could have happened, right? What did I do? I messaged him back and just saying, "Hey, man, I'm so sorry. I I, I understand. Like, he was pretty much saying too, like he overpaid for the item because of the quality. So, I was like, okay, man, you know what? I'm so sorry. Um, is there anything else we could do for you other than provide you a 15% refund on your order? So you'll get 15% of your money back uh, that you paid for these items." And then on top of that, I will give you a fifteen percent off on the next order that you purchase with us. And just please message me when you um, when you have an order that you place with us, and I will go ahead and give you fifteen percent off of your next order. And um, he didn't complain, like nothing. He was just like <clears throat> he was just like okay, thank you very much. When will I get the refund? And I appreciate that. That's how I handled it. Other other instances, I've taken a complete loss. Like there's items that I sell for $180, right? That I buy for like 180 bucks. I don't sell it for 180, but I buy it for 180, okay? And what happens is sometimes I just take the whole L. Like sometimes I'll say, I didn't receive my item or, um, you know, XYZ. They, they just, they pretty much is where you paid for it and it got maybe lost. I've had items that got lost in FedEx, you know what I'm saying? So again, with what happens I take the L, I give them a full refund for their inconvenience. Sometimes I'll do 15%, but you know, I really, if they're, if they seem very pissy, I'll give them a full on refund and I will reorder the item for them. I will lose money. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I lose $180. I'm making $114,000 in sales and every 30 days, and it's only going to grow. And on top of that, I'm not going to let one customer give me negative feedback to then jade the rest of the viewpoints of other customers that may look at my store. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not worth it. Just take the L understand that that is how the game is played sometimes you lose there's times where big box retailers or other companies just lose money it is the game of of business like it is how it is you need to just accept it and if you're not wanting to lose money like that then you shouldn't be doing business like this because it will happen and you need to be able to bite the bullet and bend over backwards as i said earlier for the customer because customer is king customer service is king and the customer is always right even when they're not okay you have to understand that I wouldn't recharge a stocking fee ever. I wouldn't do anything like that because of the simple fact that you just don't want to risk negative feedback. You don't want to risk all that stuff happening in your account. So these are things that I wish I knew, man. These are things that are very, very, very important that a lot of beginners will take lightly, but then when their account gets hit and then they they aren't doing volume, then they're like, well, now my account's up for suspension. Like it's under review. And now, I, now I'm now i pretty much kind of like in this pickle and I got to pay to get somebody to appeal for me and create a plan of action, which sucks ass. I've never had to deal with that, but I hear about it all the time. It's the most biggest like concern and complaint with Amazon dropshipping along with IP infringements and all that other. So with that being said guys, these are the things that I wish I knew. I really hope that I brought you some value. I really hope that you guys learned something from this because this is stuff that I wish I knew. Like this is these are things that matter, so please do not take them lightly, please. Like Understand that if you just keep good account metrics and good health, you will then Amazon will reward you. Not only are you just doing good by the customer, Amazon will reward you for that. Okay. They will and they will push you to the top and maybe you win buy box more. Maybe you make more sales. It's it's a thing. It does happen. Amazon does reward the good sellers. So just be a good seller, give a f- about the customer, and I promise you it will pay off in dividends in the next two to six months when You do that collectively and consistently, and then Amazon starts to reward you and give you more buy box time and things of that nature. So with that being said, guys, that's a quick little video I wanted to make for you guys on the things that I wish I knew back when I started dropshipping on Amazon. I hope you guys learned something. If you guys did, smash the out of the like button, comment what you thought down below if you knew one of these things. If you didn't, what did you learn? If you have any questions, please feel free to comment down below, also DM me on Instagram. And subscribe to the channel if you wanna see more Amazon and eBay dropshipping content. When it comes to Amazon, I'm gonna go way more in depth on both business models, to be honest with you. I'm gonna go way more in depth as the videos come along, and I will show you all the ins and outs of running these businesses. But right now I really wanna cover the things that matter the most that you need to understand before you start actually listing products on the store, okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed. Hit the bell on the right if you guys wanna get notified whenever your boy drops a video Monday through Friday or goes live, I hope to see you there, 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time every single Wednesday. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed